You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Take one. Knock, knock. Who this? Receiving a Dana, and we can't believe you found a fucking podcast. A podcast. We're so glad you're listening to it. We would never listen to it. I don't even want to listen to it to edit it. I don't even want to wake up in the morning. Receiving a Dana, and we're in the room. Jane. Jane, we have to cut that. That pouring you hear is, um, the delightful Pink Party Rosé. Yes! And, uh, we just got done recording our commercial for it, which you will hear later in this episode. We couldn't be more thrilled with the corporate sponsorship... It of, really is nailing it. ...of an alcoholic product that we drink anyway. Um, yeah, it's really the easiest homework I've ever had. Yeah. Happy birthday, Danes. What if, like... What's that kangaroo wine? Yellowtail. What if Yellowtail was like, we want to sponsor you? I'd be like, I never drink you. Get out of here! There was a time in my life where I drank a magnum of Yellowtail well, like, a day. Well, no, like, like we have, but that's when we were young and impressionable and didn't know better. It's true. But yes, cheers. Happy birthday. This is technically our birthday episode, and it's just us because we're all we need in this world. Yes, and um, technically, because today we're recording on a Tuesday, so a week before you hear this. Yes. But we launched on a Tuesday, so technically it was 52 Tuesdays ago, today, that we launched this podcast. 52 Tuesdays ago we started... Mm-hmm. Cheers, queer. <laughs> happy birthday. Happy birthday. God, it's like all I do is say happy birthday to you on this podcast. It's really... Well, we've had birthdays since, and we kind of celebrated with our live episode, but today's technically the birthday, so... I mean, tomorrow's technically. Tomorrow's technically But today is the weeks. We've had incredible guests... I can't believe that... It's not butter? No, but... <laughs> you've brought people into my life who I was just like, I can't believe we're interviewing you and we're in the room with you. I've been jazzed with every single person that we've interviewed and had fun with. Yeah. I don't have, I'm like, not, a moment where I was like, oh, God, that was the worst episode <laughs> we ever did. I'm not shitting you. Like, it's, it's so fun to do this, and we're learning as we go, and... Phew! <laughs> bless... I think I'm good. Right. It's so hot. We had to tr- we turned off the AC for you. Yeah, so and we're melting as a result. But uh, we couldn't not report on the Tonys. Sure, because last when last we spoke, uh, I was off to a Tony party with the Disney folks. Yes, and that was really fun and fancy, and my eyes were. Not leaving the screen for the entire time. I met no one. It was great. I went to Kevin's. It was also great. Uh, Kevin. Thomas Garcia. Yes. And he was there this time. He's often not in his apartment because he's off doing very fancy things. Correct. I thought you meant yes. there, the Tonys. I was like, no, this is the first year he was not 
there. You misread that memo. So uh, Kevin Thomas Garcia does hair for Kinky Boots. He's hair department. Yeah, and we we pulled his bed mattress off of his bed and put it. He has a sectional, and we put it in the middle of the room, and the whole room was just a lounge area. So fun! You made a fort. We ordered forty-seven Domino's pizzas. Uh huh. One chicken side, and one cinnamon dipped in icing concoction. The cernament. And, you know, a pitcher of crystal light. Well, okay, so that was setting the scene for the Tonys. How did you enjoy the Tonys as a production? Oh, carefully choosing words, I see. I will say this. It was not as bad as last year. I mean, last year's was awful. Well, that's what I'm trying to not say. Oh, I'm going to say it. It was bad. It was a bad Tony's. Yeah, I did not enjoy last year's at all. So this year's was such a breath of fresh air. It was real. I thought it was fantastic. I was pleasantly surprised by Sarah Bareilles and Josh Groban. Okay. Yeah, I thought they were great. Um, They're people. Yeah. I think they've deserved, I mean, they have a lot of they were, they did not make it about them. Yeah. Which is what a good host does. They've done the pop star Broadway crossover you. really well. Yeah. Yeah. And they're classy and also funny and real and they've deserved Absolutely. All of that. They were they were there to host an evening, not um become the reason why the event was being. Well, sure. I mean, they're, they're fully dipped into the Broadway community, I think, at this point. Um, Sarah writing Waitress and starring in Waitress and mm-hmm. writing a song for Spongebob. I mean, she's all over the Tony Awards this year. Yeah. And last year. Yeah. And Josh Grobes with Natasha Pierre. Mm-hmm. I loved him in that. Did you see that? Did not. I loved that show. It was a lot to take. I know the score. No, I I'm like dig the talking score. about not this year, but I really enjoyed it. Yeah. It's, it was a beautiful production. I'm not sure if I understood it fully. It's it's kind of like Shakespeare, you know, where you have to like maybe see it a few times to full because there's a lot happening um, and the, it's very dense. You hadn't seen um, much of anything that was nominated this year putting it kindly. The only show that I saw this year was Frozen, and that is the party that I was at. So that worked. Yeah, so I... That worked I don't well. know how that happened. I usually see so many shows, and I'm usually pretty good about it, but this year, you know, I have a few people coming to visit, so I've been holding off on seeing SpongeBob and Mean Girls and the band's visit and blah, 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 which are things that I really want to see. And oh, Carousel! I hate Carousel, but now I want to see it because I love Ooh. Lindsay Mendez. I Carousel's not my favorite. Everyone knows that. Who knows me? Just kidding. No one knows that. I, I don't. Would... I don't know that anyone's ever asked you that. <laughs> what else do we have to talk about? Negative specific. Wait, effect. there's okay. So you guys, there's something that I've wanted to do on this podcast, and it's called Stephen's Coupon Corner. Oh, and yeah. do you have any coupons that you'd like to give a shout out to? Currently, I do. I knew you would. Um, it's Stephen's Coupon Corner with Stephen Fauzi. Yeah. 
coupon corner suggestion of the day. If you use Google Chrome, there is an extension you can install called Honey. Honey, I've had it for years. It It, has helped me in so many scenarios. It's great uh, with Amazon. It will show you if it is available maybe from a different seller and it's less money because it's cheaper but then it shows you that tax or that shipping is included it's not prime eligible so it really scours the internet it really does to find what is the best deal despite and you don't have to do anything if you're buying online and you have that extension it just pops up it's not like you have to remember to click on something it just shows up available cheaper or you're getting the best deal it works on um if you're ordering food in it will check yeah and sometimes it's like womp womp but then at least you know you're spending exactly what you have to yeah sometimes it's like there's a coupon code bitch get into it that's a good one i don't think a lot of people know about that i I think that i mean i forget about it because i forget about it because i installed it once and then it's gone yeah except when i need it yeah um, but it's really great. Um, I really dig Google Chrome me, if like, you're a Safari user or a Firefox user or whatever. I have found Chrome for me. Yeah. To be the most um, It has saved me some big bucks. Functional. Really? What's the most it's ever saved you? I think it was in the 20s. Like, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a $20 off something, blah, blah, blah. Well done. Yeah. I was like, thank God, honey. Honey. Oh, good job, Dana. Baba, please. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Baba, please. Baba, please. So that was Stephen's Coupon Corner. Thank you for joining us. Yes, thank you. That was fun. What's up? Do you hear those bubbles, Stephen? Oh, I hear them. How sweet it is. Ah, so crisp. From the makers of White Girl Rosé and Babe Rosé comes the hilariously delicious Pink Party Rosé with Bubbles. The misfits over at Swish Beverages, which includes Instagram comedian The Fat Jew, have made us all lose our shit over their newest rosé. Pink Party Rosé is sponsoring In the Room with Stephen and Dana because, well, if there's not a two-drink minimum, are you really in a room? With notes of honeydew and cantaloupe, this very pink blend of Sauvignon Blanc and Zinfandel is actually pretty good. It is what I'm drinking all summer. It is a sparkling rosé. gives you all of those bubbles and is so refreshing for an outdoor summer treat. Is it what I'm drinking right now, Stephen? Why? I can tell by its pink hue that it is. This bottle does not have a face for podcasting. It has a face for Instagram. So buy it, drink it, pose your face off with it, lip sync for your life with it, and tag it at We Brought Wine. That was like Rosé Bop It. I don't think it's asking too much. It's a very reasonable price point. It is delicious. It's a very large bottle. I feel like it's bigger than most rosé bottles. Oh, interesting. It is a girthy bottom. Yeah, I said it. There's some quality literature on the label. They know their audience, and they are appealing to you every step of the way. Dana, when do you drink rosé? All the time. I think you're supposed to say all day. (laughs) Ask me again. Dana, when do you drink rosé? All day. Make every gathering a soiree with Pink Party Rosé. Cheers. Cheers. Pink party. Pink party. Pink party! With bubbles. Avec Buble. It's a pink party, baby. Oh.
<laughs> I drink rosé all day, bitch. Rosé all day. Rosé, then slay. Rosé, and then I slay. Hey! Bring me my rosé. Rosé all day. That's chicken frying in the background. Pink party! I wasn't gay until I had a sip of rosé and then everything changed. Drunken? Drink. Drunk? Oh, rosé. Oh, my fried chicken is ready. Hold on. You're never gonna make it in this town with a voice like that. Might as well drink up, honey. Elizabeth Moss played Baby Louise in the Bette Midler made-for-TV movie Gypsy. Yeah! Why didn't I know that? Because who would? I don't know. You didn't know who Elizabeth Moss was in 1993? That's true, and I haven't seen Gypsy since I've known who Elizabeth Moss is. We got stoned and decided it was a great idea to watch it the other night. And we're watching... I want to be with you. (laughs) Only for a night. You were in Wisconsin, but you were otherwise invited. Thank you. Um... But we, she's sitting at the fucking kitchen table, and she goes, that's dog food, mama. And I looked at the TV, and I looked at John, he goes, yep. He knew already? He knew. He did. He said it looks like her, right? I said, yes, we looked it up, and fucking Elizabeth Moss. I knew Lacey Chabert. I knew that she was baby June. Oh, yeah. Knew that. New Christine Abersall. Yeah. New Laura Bell Bundy's mom. What's her name? Linda. Hunt. Yes. Is that right? I yeah. think so. I think so, too. Yeah. Wherever we go. Shut up. You'll finish the tune. Tune. Um, so, yeah, that was something we did. That's so fun. I had mentioned previously that you were in Wisconsin, and that's why you weren't there. Why, pray tell, were you in Wisconsin? Well, Stephen, for a smorgasbord of (laughs) reasons, I did miss Pride uh, in order to go to Wisconsin and celebrate my cousin Danny's high school graduation. So congratulations, Danny Spaulding of um, Wisconsin Rapids, Wisconsin. And the very next day was uh, my Grandma Craig's very surprise month sorry, early. Our Grandma Craig's. Our Grandma Craig's month early 90th birthday celebration because everyone, for the most part, was they around. Was Evan yeah. there? I did not see no, him in the video no, footage. No, I, um, I was hunkering down for the Craig's on that side. Mm-hmm. But it was so fun to see everyone. The Chinese restaurant. It was more people than you had even met. Really? In Wisconsin. Yeah. More than 37? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of graduation, I took John to Dallas Barbecue for the first time. Great segue. He said, if I wanted to take you somewhere special in Cheyenne, Wyoming, this would be it. Like they have a Dallas Barbecue there? Or no, something? but he walked in, he's like, I feel like I'm in Cheyenne celebrating something. Oh, wow. Because of the chaininess of it all? Like the, the, it was, it's like floating in the ambiance, floats in between like fast food and supper club. Okay. <laughs> All right. Like if, um, I was at an actual Watercrest. Silvercrest. Is Silvercrest. My hometown supper club in Wisconsin. If Silvercrest had 
paper menus. They do. Continue. No, they don't. Dallas Barbecue is so far away from Silvercrest Suburb Club. It is a huge Ambiance only. Not talking about the, the, when you walk in, how you feel. Okay. Not quality of food. I'm talking about ambiance. I'll finish a rack of ribs at either, but... Dallas Barbecue is, first of all... Trash. Huge. You go upstairs, like an elevator. I, That's not as I'm not talking about square footage. I'm talking about the design elements, like the, the, the rocky bar. Wow. The lack of booths. There are many booths in a supper club. Not in our room. We were in the big party room I with th- the chairs. I just think you don't know what a supper club is. Well, I certainly because have only been to one. They're completely different. That's like saying a, uh, a water park is the same as a bathtub. Isn't it? Yeah, you're right. You have to flat so iron was, after either. <laughs> so I was in Wisconsin. And so Grandma Craig, here's the thing. I took a picture of inside the supper club having a Moscow mule at the bar. Right. Right? I I liked it. Yes, you liked it. And then you put your own photo in the comments from months ago when you were there. From Thanksgiving. Of you and my dad eating a rack of ribs. He had his pork or his, what was that? I don't know. A chop. The thick. Like what's their specialty? It's like a two hands thick piece of meat. Yeah, that's about it. Great. And um, and so when we got out of the car at my cousin's graduation party, my Aunt Sharon comes running up and was like, where's Steven? No. And I was like, oh my God, what are you talking about? No, he doesn't just travel with me. surprise your family <laughs> by showing up to Danny's graduation? Like always with me when I travel. And she was but. like, and she was like, oh... Grandma's gonna be so sad. No. She saw the photo and no. thought he was here. No! Yup, yup. I said, hi, Grandma. She's like, where's Steven? Swear to God. Swear on my life. She thinks we should get married, and I don't know if she understands homosexuality. Um, Yours or mine? Both, I think. They're both pretty rock solid. That's the name of my tax guy's company, Rock Solid Income Tax. Is it really? Yeah, because his name's Rocky. Anyway, we're not getting married, but she does want you to be a, a grandson? She already has She's a billion. She has a billion. Um, she has a billion. She has a billion. Yeah, and my grandma Hartford was there. Uh, Stephen was not a surprise guest and disappointed everyone. Well, I was busy going <laughs> to my first Pride Parade. That was your first that you had attended? Mm-hmm. And tell me about it. I haven't heard yet. Um, well, okay, so we decided we were going to go see Pride Fest. The parade was not important to us, but he wanted to like, walk through, see what it was. And we're like, do we need a ticket for this ship? But that was just for the, B- the VIP area with the inflatable sofas and complimentary bottled water. Oh, great. $40 tickets for that shit. Very fancy. So we went and we saw like this well, girl group the sing a song. Well, they know the disposable income. Well, this gay is disposable and has no income. <laughs> um, oh, we saw a girl group in like 
phosphorescent bob wigs of different colors sing a song called Karaoke Party. Ross Matthews was kind of the MC of the main stage. Where, where were you? Not part University of- Place between Washington Square Park and so 13th Street. So it was kind Street. of part of the parade, but adjacent? Parade? Okay, so I guess... I guess... About the stage. I know nothing about the, pride, the parade, the, pride march. the route. Yes. I didn't know that, like, there were people that watched the parade from one side of the fence and then people that walked. I thought it was just, like, take to the streets and, like, move. Like a hairspray moment. Uh-huh. Um, so that was a shocker. Uh, but on University, between Washington Square Park and 14th Street is Pride Fest, which is where all the food trucks are. That's where the booths are set up. That's where I got this complimentary fan. He's from been the fanning himself. Roundabout the past Theater seven Company that says "Skin Tight" in rainbow font to promote their shit. It's a great fan. I'm into it. Great. Um, that's where that happens. And then I guess that was on University. So on. Fifth, the parade was going north, which I guess it went down seventh across Christopher yeah, or something, and then back year. up because there were crowd control concerns. I suppose. Yeah, that's new. I don't know why people were pissed about it. It just means more parade, right? I guess. I don't know. So we did that. We found Byron Saint Cyr. Byron. He was having brunch somewhere, so we gave him a hug. I was sweating. Yeah. Um, and then we had to walk back through Pride Fest because we realized we had to get back across town, and the only place to do that is Washington Square Park or, like, Flatiron, I think, or even higher. So that was not great. It was very warm. But, so we get down there. We get off the train. First person I see is in a pink pink party shirt. We the same one that I have. What does it and say? I ran wine makes him. everything great or wine makes, wine me makes nice. everything better, I think. Okay. So I just beelined for him. I ran. I said, oh my God, you sponsor my podcast. He goes, what's your podcast? I say, in the room with Stephen and Dana. Yes. He was like, oh yeah, we were listening to it. Ah! And he gave me a fan. Wait, wait, so I brought nervous. the fan because I want to show you the fan. That makes me so nervous. So he hands me this fan. This was the first fan I got. I don't like to know that anyone listens to this. And it says, proud babe. (gasps) Oh my God. So you undo it like that. (gasps) You do a this and a clip and then you have this (gasps) fan. How beautiful is that? So there's that one or there's that one. Sure. Sure. And then I had both going, but that was just blowing the cold air they away. Both, so I tried to do like a this moment, but that was kind of hard. You know what? They both create wind. Honey, it was hot that day. It was humid. It rained later. Okay. Um, yeah, I saw your photo. So we did that, and then we went home, and we ordered some groceries to be delivered, because we bougie like that. Have you used Instacart? No, but there's it's other forms of that. it. But Instacart is the one that I like. Okay. I think. All right. Let's get them to sponsor us. You know what? I like to do grocery shopping. That's my one domestic goddess. I do too. Not when it's Pride Sunday. I've been outside all day. Yeah, I get it. I get it. And wildly uh, medicated. Yep. Yep. Um, Wildly. 
We wanted to make some smash burgers, and goddammit, we had everything delivered. Yes. What have you been making? From Whole Foods and saved money ordering from Whole Foods than we would of our closer grocery store, by the way. A closer gross? Close gross. Um, so that was fun. We watched the Brady Bunch movie, and how else did we celebrate our queerness? True Beverly Hills. That's what it Get was. into it. My mom and I watched Barbra Streisand's A Star is Born. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes, you it's, did. <laughs> as Lady Watch What did Wayne watch? He watched it with us. Bless. But he was like, you know, they better update that because some of those actors can't act worth shit. And then he left. <laughs> you know, uh, Lauren Graham should really play that part. <laughs> I'd really like to see her do it. But, you know, it's... Barbara just being Barbara with a terrible perm. Well, it was her Felicity years. Yeah. Oh, my God. But. Um, what cameo uh, role would Barbara Streisand have on Felicity? i never seen Felicity. It's, I thought that was like straight people shit. No. Really? Oh, it's so good. It's so good and so bad and so good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh. Speaking of belting. God, Spe- what were you going to say? I was just at Josh Lehman's <gasps> presentation of Buddy Buddy, Jessica Fletcher. And? It was remarkable. I was laughing so hard. I took my friend Angie. You just went today. It was a 2 p.m. I'm- thing. It's five minutes to six right now. I'm super jealous. It was incredible. I laughed so hard. All the music is great. All the jokes land. It is funny without having to be cheap to be funny. Mm-hmm. It is smart humor. It is niche. It is specific. It keeps getting deeper and deeper and deeper. And it's so much fun. It's so much fun. And this is workshop This area. is. This was... I believe the wording I was told is a presentation before it goes to London. I don't know. I don't know in what capacity it's going to London, but I believe that this was done because people were interested in April. They did a reading and some important things were interested. So I think today was another one for those people or for more people. Now that word is getting out. I don't know. I really don't. There was a lot of love in that room. So Josh Lehman is a past guest. If you have not heard his episode, I highly, highly it. suggest it. Um, he played the sheriff, which was perfect. Beth Level played J.B. Fletcher. Um, and they start friend, together in the prom, which is coming in the fall. Yes. Uh, my friend Lauren Molina, who was the foster mom to Norman the cat, was in it, which okay. was great. I don't... I, because I think Lauren I've been, Molina of the Skivvies? Yes, I've been to a couple Skivvies things, but I haven't seen her like. I'm worried that you doing this is gonna sound like Robocop. It was so good. It was so good. Took my friend Angie and we had a ball. We had a ball and they served fresh fruit, cheese, and croissant. No, they didn't. Yeah. And coffee. Or hot water. So you're full already. I'm not full. Put some stuff in your bag? No. Great. This was a fancy presentation. But I did wear my Angela Lansbury pin, and she approved. And your main overalls. I mean, I'm wearing these overalls every goddamn day this summer. I promise I am washing them regularly. But they are 
A, the only things that fit me, and B, perfect. I need them every day. I can't wear anything tighter <laughs> than overalls. Yeah. Yeah, it's a man's dress. If I'm going to the theater, I will fucking get dressed. But that's it. Don't invite me to no fancy restaurants unless you're paying. Otherwise, I'm out. I'm out. Out of commission. Um, I am going to the theater tomorrow night. Um? I'm seeing a new world crashes down like thunder. So a Lala. I'm seeing a Lala. I'm seeing a non-Lala tonight. What'd you see? Mary. Had a little lamb. Mary. Feet was white as snow. It's not feet, it's fleece. Wait. Fleece. I am seeing Mary Page Marlowe at Second Stage Theater. It's the new Tracy Let's Play, starring Tatiana Maslany and a whole bunch of other Ooh, people. let me know how that is. Yeah. I love Second Stage, so they do good shit. Yeah. So thank you, Hillary Levitt, for those tickets. Yeah. Oh, Hillary. Oh, Hillary. I like her a lot. Um, so because this is technically our one-year episode, we'd like to bring you up to date on what some of our guests are doing to the best of our not-researched abilities. <laughs> Number one, um, Natalie Joy Johnson is at Williamstown doing Limpica. I don't know much else. I know that Eden Espinoza hopeful future guest of this podcast um, yeah. is doing it with her. July and the beginning of August. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Check, figure that out. Um, I have heard... Oh, and Carmen Cusack. Yes! I've heard overwhelmingly good reviews from friends of mine that have been to Head Over Heels, starring <gasps> Bonnie Milligan. Bonnie Milligan, who just joined Marco Polo, and we've been oh, having no. some moments. You're an idiot. Whatever. Yeah, we need to see. But like friends who don't know her, friends who are just like they're not theater people. They're they just like going to the theater, but they yeah. work in tech. Yeah. Like just saw Head Over Heels. I was like, how was my queen? It was like incredible. This show is so good. Of course. Can't of wait. course. Very excited uh. to see it. Joel Wagoner won a bunch of money on the hundred thousand dollar pyramid. Woo! With oh, he played against Leslie Jones and. Also, the second part of it, he played with Julie Bowen, and then he won $50,000, and it was so exciting. I lost my goddamn mind. He's so good. <sighs> I'm so glad he got some money. He was a star. Of course he was. I mean, there's both, there are two celebrities that he's playing with, but he brought it. He was so funny. He was there to win. Yeah. He was there and to win. He showed it. Um... I recently shared a dressing room with Elizabeth Ashley, Amanda Plummer, and James Earl Jones. Spill! Spill those How words. do you like them egg rolls? Mr. Goldstone. Uh, it, was, it was so great. Obviously, Miss Ashley and I are very close, and that was just a fun day. And Amanda Plummer is just the, the downest chick. <laughs> she shows up. Her makeup prep is like one pencil and a breath mint. Liz and I brought a garment bag, two suitcases, and a giant, like, duffel. Right. For a one-day thing. Um, And then there was a moment afterwards, like, people are backstage, and in the dressing room is Liz, myself, and Alec Baldwin. I hate you so much. 
It was so great. Were you quiet this whole time? Or did you say a hi? No, I was introduced, and Alec told us hilarious Liz Ashley story that he loves. Uh, what? And I was like... I mean, good luck telling her to do anything. He was he was saying oh, somebody he was somewhere doing something, and somebody from the theater was like, "Oh, excuse me, you can't smoke in here." She looked at them, lit her cigarette, and walked away. Yeah, because she's a pirate. Because she's gonna smoke. If you if you are welcoming Elizabeth Ashley into your theater, she's going to smoke. She's smoking in it. You're agreeing to that. <laughs> It's like at Pride when there are signs saying, like, by attending this event, your photo might show up on gay blogs. Who else has things? I think, I don't know. Laura Osnes. Okay, so here's the deal. Bandstand was in theaters for two days. Like when we saw Miss Saigon. Same deal. It was yeah, filmed on stage. Like a robot. It was set, filmed on stage and put in the movie theaters. Put in the can. We said we're going to go on the Thursday date because we figured Monday night everyone who's in a show needs to be able to go. Because they probably didn't see it and they want to. We'll go Thursday so that it's a little bit less of a competition. So Thursday morning I wake up knowing that I was going to go down to the theater early to get the tickets because these Mm -hmm. things sell out. But first I said, you know what? Let me figure out which theater to go to. I'll go on Fandango and check out what seats are available because everything's assigned seating now. So I know, okay, don't go to Times Square because you'll be in the front row. Go down to Union Square. You can be further back. Wow. Bitch, every single showing in New York State, or at least the five boroughs, except Staten Island, was sold out. So we did not get to go see it. You did not know that it was sold out before you made the trek. No, There's by no looking way to know. no by looking on Fandango, I learned that it was sold out because I could not buy tickets or the only seats available were the front row. Got it. Got it. Well done, Laura Osnes. Yeah. Well done. So I was bummed I didn't get to go, but I mean I saw it in the theater, but um, I thought John would like it. And I was excited to see it again. But I guess when it is released on Broadway HD or Netflix or wherever it's going, we will have a quiet night at home and enjoy the bandstand. Wow. But I'm glad that that show was captured, I'm sure, beautifully. Um, It gets to live forever with his guilt. As what when he has one jump back? Twist the bones and then I don't know the rest. I know the rhythm, but I yeah. don't know the word. Something about just like this. You know, who, you know who does know is my friend Emily McCarthy. I know Emily McCarthy. I call her Joan Cusack, but her name's Emily McCarthy. I saw her Joan Cusack last night. All right, Stephen. I have some Spitfire questions for you. No, no. Oh, that's not it. Where is it? Where'd it go? Here we go. So Stephen does his very famous Spitfire questions, and I have some for him. I'm so hot. Go. Okay. Coke or Pepsi? Mmm. Diet Coke. Carrie or Miranda? Miranda. Dim sum or Buffalo Boss? 
Fuck you. What day of the week is it? Tuesday. Buffalo Boss. Give me your best four bars of Muriel's wedding. Uh, uh, uh. Waterloo. Thank you. We'll call you. Kill Bang Mary, Jackie Hoffman, Mary Testa, Christine Ebersol. Wow. Kill Bang Mary. Jackie Hoffman, Mary Testa, Christine Ebersol. Well, I'm obviously going to marry Testa. Hundred percent. You can go right to hell. I will. Oh God. So that leaves. <laughs> so that leaves kill and bang. I can either kill Christine Ebersol or Jackie Hoffman, but I have to bang the other one. I plead the fifth. No, bitch. This isn't a real scenario. I plead. You gotta bang one of them. I plead. You don't. I plead. You can't. But I'd 100% marry Testa. If you could design one of those huge inflatable poo floaties, what would it be of? Ooh, great question. Thank you. Um, my brain immediately goes to the emoji bin to see which one would be best. Inflated. Crab. Um... Oh, fried shrimp. Oh, fried shrimp! <laughs> yes! Okay, your cat Norman is the subject of the new Pixar film. Who voices him? Oh, my God. Uh, uh, I mean, part of me wants to say James Earl Jones. Part of me says, like, Like the guy, like whoever the narrator is at the beginning of like Beauty and the Beast. He's like an enchanted forest. All right. Okay. So Norman's like a bear. Norman's an old man. Norman's an old man. Okay. You accidentally join a sex cult because you thought it was just a sensible networking book club. A burly man named Hans takes you to a back room where he will be branding you on one of your butt cheeks. As the iron starts to melt the skin off of your tender rump, what do you cry out? I'm sorry, Aunt Lydia. Favorite podcast of all time? Professor Blastoff. Fanciest bathroom you've ever been in? Jennifer Lopez. Dream podcast guest? Bernadette Peters. Stephen Sondheim quits the biz to open a Starbucks chain, which he declares is his real passion. Do you still have respect for him? 100%. Favorite sandwich? Ooh. Like deli or Subway sandwich? Like am I like a Jewish deli or am I at Why does it have to be bodega? Jewish? Why does it have to be Jewish? Because if you're... You're at a deli. What, what, you're making a sandwich at home. What's your favorite sandwich? I'm making a sandwich at home. Buffalo chicken. Last question. Does anyone still wear a hat? Byron Saints here. Insane.
Speaking of cesarean sections, it's my mom's birthday today, Yay! June 29. Happy birthday, Shawnee Fowlsing. I, in fact, was a cesarean section. Me too. I was a month early. Ew. They delivered me, and then mom went into back surgery because they had to deliver me because my mom couldn't feel her back. She started to go oh, paralyzed. God. So they yank me out and then wheel her into back surgery. Did they yank you up by your hair? All of it. Yeah. So much. You had so Eight much months. as a baby. Can you imagine if I had another month in the oven? You have as much hair as you did when you were born. I have to pee. I want more rosé. And then let's eat. Yeah, I gotta make I gotta make some dinner for this crew. This is the first episode we're recording from my apartment, I think. Yay, your ever. new apartment. It's so gorgeous and beautiful. I mean, it's the old like, apartment, but I don't think we've ever recorded anything it's here. It's just... Um, yeah, we have. What? I don't know. can't remember. I don't think we have. It's been a year. It's been a wild ride, I know you guys. we did, like, our Watoma stuff at your place. Let's do our call to action. We want to hear from you. I want I want to know who I want to know who you are that's listening. I know that Scott is not the only person. Oh, I know that we know Val who is you are. We person. have like nine hundred and something Instagram followers. You guys like us. You guys watch our Instagram stories. All both of them. Yeah, we don't post a lot, but we but know like that because, you listen because we're babies and because we have a sponsor now and because we are learning we have been keeping tabs on our numbers they do matter to us and we want to know like the math isn't adding up who we're hearing from versus how many people are listening yeah so say hi buy your pink party rosé tag us in your photo tag at we brought wine in your photo and live your fucking soiree pink party rosé <gasps> dreams i have one more thing i'm into and then we can go okay it is the greatest Instagram account maybe ever, aside from Literally We Brought Wine. Literally on my list of things to talk about. No way. Yes. Listen, listen to me. Okay. Wait. Uh, why is everything uh, Oh. Instagram's accounts we live. Uh, uh-huh. That's what I meant. So this this uh. Instagram account is Dublin underscore Zoe Trope. D-U-B-L-I-N underscore Z-O-E-T-R-O-P-E. And they are everything I've ever wanted. I wrote them a message saying how much I love them, and they wrote back, thank you. Well, they said, what did they say? Now I feel bad for misquoting. They said, that is a wonderful compliment. Thank you. We want you to be a guest on the podcast. It is all, like, memes of Glenn Close and Meryl Streep in fights. It is... Joan Collins with a caption, new wig, who dis? Wait, okay, so you came to visit me at work, and all you did, we didn't speak for about 35 minutes. You kept showing me their post. Yeah. Pulling up their post, showing it to me, us laughing in our squinty eye tears. We didn't speak for 35 minutes. We just laughed. It's so good. It's just like, it's, it's, Ryan and Jason of Lady Watch Pod, if you don't know about this shit, you're living life wrong. I think you do. I imagine that you do. Just a picture of Meryl Streep taking a selfie with Hillary Clinton. And when you swipe on the next picture, it's 149 missed calls from Glenn and a new text (laughs) that says, I'm not going to be ignored with the caption, 
she's such a fucking loser. Ugh. It's so good. It's so specific. It'll if you're not into like the older diva lady living a dream, this is not for you. But it's all I care about. It's all I care about. If you're listening to us, I feel like it's for you. I want to know who it is. It just says Mark. All right, that's as enough. As the person. That's enough. Dana? We want. Here's to another year. How many years did you think this podcast would run? Three quarters of one. Three quarters of one. Yeah, I was like, I just want to get through my birthday, and then we can call it quits. Oh. Shit. Well. Yeah. Well, we have the website. If you go... Uh, we I have promise a I'm going to update it. We have a website. We do. It is in the roompod.com? It is. What else? I mean... We're about two episodes behind on it, but by the time this podcast airs, it will be up to date. Great. It's gorgeous. And thank you for making it. And thank you for listening. And see you next, next Tuesday. Bye. Bye. Which is wider, my hips or my vibrato? Wider or whiter? Wider. In the Room with Stephen and Dana is produced by Stephen Farizee and Dana Craig. Special thanks to Joel Wagoner for tinkling the ivories on our theme song. Hit him up at joelwagoner.com. We apologize and you're welcome. We'd also like to thank Jesse Weiner, W-I-E-N-E-R, for our jazzy original music sprinkled throughout each episode. You can find him at jessieweiner.com. Last but certainly not least, we'd like to thank Kevin Thomas Garcia for taking all of our ridiculous photos. You can find him online at ktgnyc.com. We are all over the internet on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at InTheRoomPod. Follow us, like us, share us, pimp us out. And don't forget to subscribe to In The Room Podcast. We everywhere, so subscribe. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.